0: Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Credible Nerds podcast with Mark and Justin. This is the podcast you're looking for. Don't go about your business. Stay here. Well, go about your business and listen. And then you can move along. Move along.
1: And may the Force be with you. Random Inks Productions and the Credible Nerds present... 15 arguments as to why Star Wars The Phantom Menace is a great Star Wars movie. Alright, well thanks for joining us here on Episode 2 of Arguments as to why Star Wars Episode 1 The Phantom Menace is a great Star Wars movie. I'm your host, Justin, and as always I have my fellow senator with me, Mark.
0: Hey guys, how's it going?
1: And this is episode two. And last episode, we talked about the Jedi and and what they were and what we thought of them. This episode, we'll be talking about the different organizations that we saw in episode one. Uh, that's been a, a source of criticism throughout the years is, for example, one of the first groups we're introduced to is the Trade Federation. And a lot of people are like, well, okay, so... The big conflict in this film is the taxation of trade routes by the trade federation, <laughs> kind of boring stuff. But no
0: taxation without representation.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's important stuff, right? We <laughs> want to be taxed. We can all relate to this evil trade federation.
0: It's just funny, right? Like the, the, the funny parallel, like it's over taxes. They're going to start a civil war over taxes.
1: Yeah. And Hey, we ended up having a revolutionary war over taxes, right? yeah so it's legit
0: <laughs> no i always thought that was just kind of funny like when i first thought, i didn't understand i was like I, I don't get what's going on and then more i read into it and learned about it i was just like oh that's kind of weird just <laughs> i'm getting taxed i okay i, I guess uh, we fought a war over it I, I can't complain go go for it
1: yeah and i always see the trade federation as like the irs right no one likes them they're in our lives, we can't get rid of them, but they're there. We gotta follow the rules and pay our taxes or else we get busted and thrown in jail probably, or fined at least. So these guys are no different. They have a lot of power, they're involved. One thing that I found interesting, they're involved in the Senate. Like they have as much power as senators from a planet and they can help, they can vote, they can make help, they can help make policy for the galaxy. And so it's just a, a different role, and I mean that's good. You don't want it to be the same as, as Earth and the United States. So I thought that was a good spin. But they they're led by an alien race, the Nembordians, and they have a, a battle droid army that they use to get what they need, to get what they, what they want. So, um, thought that was interesting. Next up, uh, after the Trade Federation. We talked about this last time so we won't go into it too much but the Jedi are a new organization that's we're introduced to they have laser swords and they use the force uh, they can act outside of the law uh, we saw them that the chancellor sent them to go on this secret mission to go rescue Padme you know the queen you know they have their own agendas they're not they don't have to listen to the galactic senate
0: so what is, so they have a representative to the chancellor, right? Like the chancellor has a representative to them, but, but they don't attend the Senate, right? they not, they don't have senators or anything, right? They're just uh, there, right? In yeah. the capital city with this huge temple, probably like the biggest building in the whole area, mm-hmm. but they don't have, but they're not representative, right?
1: Yeah. They're not in a political entity.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I wonder how much power like they actually had, you know, how many of these senators came and talked to them first, like, will you support us in this? Will you not, you know, is this a good idea? Is this not? Because I mean, obviously they held tremendous um, power and tremendous influence on, on what happened, you know, in the galaxy. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I just wonder how involved they actually were in these kind of things.
1: Yeah, because we see in the movies they're always going over to visit Chancellor Palpatine in his office and they have conversations about politics and certain things. So that's an interesting relationship they have where they're not actually part of the political process, but they have this influence, like you said. So, you know, how, how influential were they? Yeah.
0: No, that that's... Hmm, I wonder if they would have been interesting to see the behind the doors kind of stuff, yeah. you know, to see what it is. And obviously that's kind of outside the the big storyline, but you know, it's it kind of always wondered, you know, like, uh, they were quite powerful. What, what couldn't, couldn't they do?
1: Yeah. It's interesting. Cause there, if there was a religion in star Wars, it would be the Jedi, right? One of them at least. It's pretty much the only one we're introduced to. Um, so you're mixing, imagine if, the The Pope and his bishops and his people were going over to visit uh, the emperor in, in Rome, or I guess back in the day, I think they did. They did have a lot of influence with the Roman emperors and the kings of, of Spain and things like that. So it's kind of that level, I think. Mm. I guess in modern day, it's like if one of the big churches would go over and visit the white house pretty frequently and, smooze with all the senators that's, you know, in the Senate and be involved in all that. There'd be a lot of eyebrows raised and a lot of protests over that, I would imagine. hmm
0: Well, and I don't know, it's just, it's just so weird, you know, like these nemoidians uh, you know, they must have just been like had a massive army, right? That they could, you know, blatantly break, you know, galactic law, whatever you want to say, and you know create this trade embargo or attack a a planet and no one does anything no yeah. one's like whoa 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 <laughs> uh, we're gonna send our military to protect them everyone just stands around yeah. and two jedi go in and, and save the day with yeah. a little
1: kid that can race pods <laughs> yeah, yeah and interesting
0: the yeah thing, that, i mean
1: that many battle droids just laying around
0: yeah. I mean, like, it's like, it's cool. We got like 10 trillion battle droids. We're good. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I just, hmm, I've always wondered, like, I've always found that weird when I've watched this show, like, like what, no one does anything. It's just, they're going to attack this country and everyone's going to be like, let's have a debate in
1: the Senate. Yeah. Padme shows up and says, Hey, they're, they're attacking us. They've, taking prisoners and we got concentration camps and they're like oh we need to talk about this a little bit more and maybe we'll get to it in a couple of weeks you know whatever <laughs> they're just so blase about the whole thing and it's like no there's uh, injustice is going on on this planet you need to take care of it
0: well and even the jedi were slow to react right they sent two jedi yeah. against you know the huge battle droid armies and and this, that, and the other, I mean, they, you know, they tried to sabotage and attack and kill one of their Jedi, you know, Jedis and Padwans and what yeah. Yoda can't come. Mace Windu's got, got to take a nap. I mean, it's just kind of weird. So when you th- look at the plate, you know, how, what uh, complacent everything is, it's no wonder it was easy for Darth Sidious to take over yeah. because everyone was just so, you know, Complacent with with how it was, everyone was just slow moving. It was no need to do anything, and so it was easy for him to sneak in.
1: Yeah, like you said, the Jedi they were just like, "Well, we're not getting get involved in that thing." You know, that's that's the Senate. That's politics. We don't get involved in that. (laughs) They seem to pick and choose what they get involved in. Mm Hmm. So interesting. So yeah, the the next uh, thing is the Republic Senate, and we see just how many planets and organizations and how big the the galactic republic is based on you know the shot where with the different platforms with all the different aliens on each platform there's hundreds of them and you know we see wookies nemodians humans rhodians and even there's some ets in there from the movie et
0: So Mm -hmm. that was cool. That was like, everyone noticed that. I remember the movie came out like, Oh, did you see E.T.? That was so awesome.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So just tons of aliens, different species. And um, yeah, so there's a massive amount of representatives in the Senate. And as a result, there's a lot of corruption and bureaucracy that's, you know, is involved in every decision that, that ends up being made. And as we see in the film, Chancellor Valorum, he wanted to do something. He tried to do it, but then he got shut down. And then eventually, you know, part of Sidious's plan was to get him removed. So he talked Padme into a vote of no confidence, which I thought was pretty quick. It's like, all you have to do is do a vote of no confidence and have someone second it. And then that's it. I thought that was pretty simple. I I mean, for the movie, it worked, right? But it's like, it seems like they'd have a vote of no confidence every month, if that was the case, if that's what you needed to do.
0: And what did you need? Like, is, is it, I mean, is it three quarters majority? Is it, you know, 50.0001%? I mean, what is it? Cause I mean, you think, uh, and I know we're kind of jumping ahead, but you look at the, and I'm assuming everyone's seen this movie. So I don't feel bad if this.
1: Yeah, there's, there's spoilers in this one, it's <laughs> 20 years later. <laughs> um,
0: uh, but like revenge of the Sith, you know, they have that, uh, uh, what do they call it? Like they they submit a committee or something like that. And it's like the planet, 10,000 planets, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You remember
0: that? And uh, Palpatine says to him, that should be enough for your little committee. Acting like 10,000 planets didn't even mean anything. Like that's such a small group of planets. Oh, well, like I don't care what 10,000 planets have to say, you yeah. know? And so it makes you wonder how many senators they really were like a hundred thousand and they all get a vote and you know like what do you need for that it just kind of was weird to me that you know when they said you know 10,000 like oh man that must mean something they must have a lot of power and then he just shrugs them off like they're not nothing
1: yeah yeah that's a good point I mean that's just a huge huge bloated organization that's I can't imagine how long things would take. I mean, our Senate, Congress, take forever to do anything. They're not even one one hundredth of the size of of this one. So,
0: yeah, right. There are a hundred hundred senators, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, man, uh, like you said, that it's hard enough to get anything done with a hundred. I mean, how does anything get done there? And then how do you? How would you even? Uh, Voting would have to just be insane. I mean, but you have to schmooze everyone with, you know, you must be like, like a bajillionaire to schmooze <laughs> that many people. I know. Yeah. And, how do, and how would people know you? Like, oh, Mark from planet blah, blah, blah is running, you know, like who, who is that? You know, like <laughs> how do people know him? I, it's just kind of weird. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so we're also introduced to the Sith, you know, the, enemies of the Jedi and we get to see the the rule of two you know there's a a master and an apprentice and Yoda states in this film that always two there are no more no less a master and an apprentice so we're at the beginning of the film we're introduced to Darth Sidious the master and then as the film goes on we get to see Darth Maul but you know Darth Sidious is the one that's pulling the strings in the background he tries to outmaneuver and best the Senate and the Jedi throughout the film and he almost pulls it off. If it wasn't for Obi-Wan killing Darth Maul you probably would have done it. And the Sith they show up and the, the Jedi they don't believe it. They're like, nah if if the Sith were back we'd know about that. You know, they're pretty cocky. They think they know a lot of stuff so they just shrug it off until Quagon's killed and then they have to take it serious at that point. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, the Sith were were cool to see, yeah. right? I mean, Darth Maul when he come out, and I know we didn't talk about this uh, in the Jedi and stuff, but when you know, and you see Darth Maul and he has the cool new lightsaber, you're just holy cow! You know that thing was awesome, mm-hmm. and uh, just really cool to see the Sith in action, and you know, see how strong and powerful they were, but. I think one of my questions I've always had is: Did did Sidious hold to the rule of two?
1: Uh, at least at this point in this film, he did. And then the next one, then his next apprentice was Dooku. Mm-hmm. Right? Are you thinking he had other apprentices?
0: Well, I mean, the Clone Wars, he he confronts Maul and his brother and kills his brother, right? But then he keeps Maul around. Yeah. Would that say he has two apprentices?
1: Uh, I think he imprisoned Maul. Like he wasn't, Hey Maul, come back with me. We're going to train again. He just, he was too dangerous to be um, let loose. So he, there was a comic side comic that was released where he put Maul in prison and Maul eventually escaped from there, but he didn't take him back as his apprentice okay interesting just always
0: wondered uh if, if he held the ruler too because i mean there was a lot of people coming like you know asajj Ventress. yeah was around uh i know there was a couple of uh jedi gone bad that you know through there and uh savage opris yeah that was That's brother right yeah um so i i don't know it's just kind of weird you know, how many Jedi, you know, dark Jedi were still running around in the background of, of the movies.
1: And And there's the Inquisitors that were running around. Yeah. I think that's the, the key is, you know, officially there's only one master, one apprentice, but they both dabble in, hey, maybe I can like Dooku, he's dabbling, I, I can train Asajj and then I'll take over and be the master. I'll kill Sidious and, and be the master and Asajj will be my apprentice, but And maybe Sidious is doing stuff as like, he was getting Anakin ready to be his new apprentice, right? To replace Dooku. So I think they're always scheming and planning to replace the other. But officially, there's only one master and one apprentice at a time. Is the way I always saw it. Could Vader
0: have defeated Maul?
1: Yeah. Like, hands down or close? I I don't think it would have been hands down, but he wouldn't. He could have done it. Hmm.
0: Okay, I was wondering like why Maul and and Vader never fought.
1: Well, they almost did in one in in Rebels. Maul is there with Kanan and Ezra and Ahsoka. They're going to the top of that pyramid to get the holocron, and then Vader shows up, and Maul's like, "Okay, see you guys. I'm out of here." <laughs> <laughs> I did
0: see that. I did because he was trying to like he was talking to Ezra, right? Yeah. And yeah, he's like got. Do, do you think he left because he knew he'd get killed, or he just yeah. wasn't this sp- place he wanted to fight?
1: I think he knew he'd be defeated. I think mm-hmm. the real question is Darth Maul before he got it cut in half, and Anakin before he got. Anakin is as, as Vader before he got his legs cut off. You know, with that full strength, that's a fight I'd like to see.
0: Oh, so Anakin's still on the light side, not access to the dark side.
1: No, Anakin as Darth Vader. Oh. Before he fights obi Before he fought Obi-Wan and lost. And then Darth Maul in his full strength. That's a fight I'd want to see. Huh.
0: That would have been cool. Yeah. it would have been really cool. I wonder.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, we're going to have to send that into, you know, those YouTube guys that do the fantasy fights. He was the best. We'll have yeah. to send that into him.
1: Yeah. So that's the Sith. Um, and there's something that's, that's always talked about throughout the film and kind of presented is this concept of symbiosis and balance you know we see it with the jedi and sith their light side dark side and then on the planet naboo their governments uh, the gungans and the humans they have are they weren't living in in a balanced way at the start of the film but at the end they were they had to come together to be able to defeat the enemy so that's the concept of balance saved them i just thought it was interesting that in this film we we get to see that balance it's a it's a meaning it's a driving factor throughout the the film that's a good
0: point i I actually never thought of that right i never kind of put that together i mean obviously they won but i never like put it together like that they had to come together and create a balance in order to win and you know the balance is going to win over you know an unbalance every time
1: yeah and that's one of the key concepts of, of episodes one through six is the balance of the force. And the chosen one needs to, to do that, bring balance to the force.
0: Did it, do you think that it never occurred to like the Jedi that they did not represent balance?
1: Yeah, I don't think it did. I think they were like, well, we're, we're good. So we're in the right. As long as we're around, it, the force is balanced.
0: Right. And it's kind of like what, you know, Palpatine said, right. The Sith and the Jedi are similar in almost every way. Yeah. And, you know, Anakin kind of argues back and it's like, oh, that they do this, 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 you know. And um, it, it was just kind of interesting, you know, like their different point of views. But it, in the end, they both think they're right. You yeah. know what I mean? And I don't think it ever occurred to them because they, I mean, they both know. that they're supposed to bring balance there's a balance to the force but i don't think it ever occurs to them that the dark side or the light side isn't the balance and kind of like i you know and talked about before i think that that's what we're going to see with ray and kylo ren is is they're going to create some kind of balance
1: yeah yeah i can see that
0: because neither of them are like while kylo represents more an evil version of the force and ray obviously the light version of the force they both have opposite tendencies too like kylo ren saves um saves ray
1: yeah
0: ray you know taps into the dark side you know for for a minute while she's training with luke right i mean they both are you know kind of drawing from both sides but haven't committed to either yeah
1: yeah that's a good point i think it'll be interesting to see how they resolve that i mean there's theories out there that um they're gonna they're gonna flip that kylo will end up being the savior and ray's gonna go to the dark side and i don't want to see that necessarily but i want to see something where there's balance and how that look what that looks like is what i'm curious to see at the end of episode nine mm-hmm. well it's kind
0: of like kind of uh what you you know we were talking about with the jedi you know why can't they have a uh, you know, last episode, why couldn't they have a tournament to see who is the best with lightsabers or something like that? Mm-hmm. And I think the reason you know they would never do that is because, well, we don't want the winner to bask in their glory to be prideful <laughs> and you know, blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, like, I think that's the balance, right? Like, uh, you know, being you know happy with your accomplishments, accomplishments, and being yeah a little bit prideful, like yeah, I'm I'm a really good sword fighter, but keeping that in check, right? That your highs aren't too high and your lows aren't too low kind of thing. And and that while you can have pride in being the best, that doesn't mean you're prideful.
1: Yeah. yeah. And,
0: and I think that was a shortcoming of the Jedi.
1: Yeah, they kind of lost their way. And we see that in this film and more pointedly so in the next two films. We see the start of it here. Well, we want to thank you guys for joining us for episode two of Arguments as to why The Phantom Menace is a great Star Wars film and the different organizations of the Phantom Menace. So next up, we'll be talking about the different planets in Star Wars. Prior to the pretty cool series, we'd really only seen probably three or four planets and pretty sparse, but episode one opened up the gates and we saw some more planets. So we'll be talking about those. So we wanna thank you guys for joining us. Definitely hit us up on social media, be part of the conversation and let us know what you think of the different organizations and the taxation of trade routes was that a good move by george lucas to introduce that to, to the story and get the story going or would you have rather seen something else so either way I want to thank you guys for joining us and we'll catch you next time see you guys